to the graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. I don't say it because I don't say dirty words, but it seems to me that that so-called dirty word is probably the most useful word in the English language. Because it could be a verb, it could be a noun, it could be anything. Say, ah, that fucking thing, that's no good, you know. Or you can say, fuck you, that makes it a verb, right? And no matter how you, there's no sentence where you couldn't use it to great advantage. And I, I'm going to start a movement. I want to legalize and legitimize the word fuck. One of the great words in any language. Excelsior! No, that's not right. Excelsior! Fucking fantastic. You get that fist up in the air, you weren't looking. Your head was down. I want your head up when I throw my fist in the air. I want you paying attention. I don't want you looking there when I'm emoting. Jesus! The fuck's going on here? What the fuck are you all standing around for? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> fuck you. Stay the fuck at home. Your podcast will fail. It's just a coincidence that you were talking about the Jack and Triumph show and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey, man, this is Kevin Smith, guy makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at Smodcast.com, and you're listening to the Two Strangers, One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers, One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit TwoStrangersOnePodcast.net. Now, here's Chris Cologne and Paul Pasquillo. Well, hello, and welcome to Two Strangers, One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And Paul, you know, this podcast started nine years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, well, just about nine years ago. We're a, we're a couple of weeks away from the anniversary on 420, man. Oh, and who would have thought? Now, of course, I, I mean, 420 just happened to be like this, the day we did it. It wasn't um, it wasn't on purpose because anyone who listens to the show knows I'm, I'm not exactly the biggest weed proponent. But as we're recording this... Just just eight hours ago or ten hours ago, according to CNN.com, marijuana has been now legally uh, made and uh, uh, decriminalized or legalized in New York for recreational use for adults eighteen and up. I believe it is. Oh yeah, of course. I mean that's well, that's wow, that's weird. Eighteen and up, like not twenty-one and up. I think because... it, I think it's eighteen and up. You'd have to read the you'd have to read the article. But the last time I knew it was that. Well, that's, I mean, but I'm saying, isn't that interesting that, like, you could get stoned at 18, but you can't get drunk until you're fucking 21? Yeah. That's that's rather interesting. And I knew something was up because, all right, so we're recording this, like, on Wednesday. Wednesday night, the March 1st, mm-hmm. which is my mother's birthday. Happy birthday, Mom. Happy uh, birthday, Mom. <laughs> and um, so, like, on Monday, I was doing, I was, you know, just, I needed to run into the bodega to grab something. And I generally don't go to the bodega. That's not my thing, but I needed to go grab some last minute thing. And they had, and it's a bodega that I go to on occasion. And they had big stickers all over the place. Cannabis this, cannabis that. And there was all types of like, oh my God, the cats have a fucking heart attack. Um, <laughs> uh, there were all types of like, they were selling, they were already selling like, marijuana products or whatever because it was saying cannabis 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 and you know, big well, stickers and stuff like that so i can't think of what it is but there's certain things that you can sell cannabis wise yeah it's oh, speaking of cat she's like right by my mic so you're probably mm-hmm. going to hear noises um but there's there's certain things you can sell already um 
So that could be what it is. Like but... like edibles or something, like gummy and shit? Um, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. I don't remember what it was, but... It, it I mean, just, I can't believe, I can't believe it in my lifetime that, like, you know... I mean, I knew it was going to happen. I, I honestly thought it was going to happen a lot later. You know what? I thought, I, like, I'd be, like, 65. You know what started <laughs> along was the fact that, obviously, New York State needs revenue. And, you know, if you think about it, I'll be honest with mm-hmm. you, they can't really raise tax anymore. There, mm-hmm. And honestly, this is the only yes. really way that they can generate any cash. So that's why um, – that's kind of why I think they're doing it. Also, Cuomo probably trying to do something big in case he <laughs> has to like, leave please, please ignore the fact that, you know, that I have like a million um... – accusations of kissy face but i mean, I mean we'll look it he's a, a fucking he's a goomba he's a fucking italian i kiss the girls that's what fucking happens i get I grab her face i grab her by the fucking well, have face you, have you noticed that like, <laughs> <all pretty much, laughs> have you noticed like they're all kind of the same i i haven't seen any of the accusers on tv because i i don't watch the news. i, I watch the, the news and i get fucking depressed yeah <laughs> so, so that's the thing like i, I get I, I see all these these uh, accusers come out and i'm just like I'm like, so what, they're all goomb- are they goombets? Are they all like, uh, I think, are they all like, I, well, a lot of people, dark actually, like my mom, my mom said to me the other day, she's like, she's like, I really think that this is just like Trump trying to get him out of office or something. I'm like, it could be, but see, that's the thing. Like, a lot of us think that it's just, I mean, I'll say the quiet thing out loud that if, if this was really an issue before, why didn't you mm-hmm. come out before? Now, so, and, and here's another thing, Chris, I don't think. Cuomo's that stupid, so he's got to have something on most of women that he probably that's why he feels so confident staying in his position because he's got something as women. Um, okay, that's just well, my... I just googled it. Well, and I just I googled it and it's like you know eighth eighth woman accuses. Is, I mean I don't know how old this article is, you know, and they have pictures of. I mean they're all pretty girls. Okay, mind and I don't and not that that's a oh that's just because you're pretty it's okay for grab their face, but right. you know what he had said before. And not and once again, it's not really a defense, but you know, it is a cultural thing. Italians, you know, certain people are very in your fucking face. Well, and, and some people kiss and hug and they grab your head and they grab your face and and by today's standards, it's very fucking aggressive. But if you were raised that way, you know, I mean, of course he need. I mean, he's fucking. He's a man in a public spotlight and should fucking know better. But you know, I, like also part of me is like, what? What is, you know, you're making a mountain out of a molehill. A guy grabbed your right. face or some shit like that. Right, right. And, and, and there's, you know, there's, there if was this was 20 years ago, 30 years ago, that wasn't, that wouldn't have been an issue. But now everything is fucking Me Too, right. Time's Up. And there, there was a lady the other day that came out and she had a picture of her and Cuomo, whatever. Like, I guess they were embracing or something. And he even mm-hmm. signed the picture for her. And now all of a sudden that's sexual harassment. I'm like... You you can't like and that's that's what diminishes a lot of this like it it felt it feels like especially the New York media is like mm-hmm. has this like obsession with Cuomo trying to get him out of office and it's so bad that like I turned off have you, have for you a while. Se- have you seen they have in in Rochester they I've seen the billboard there's at least there's at yeah, least there one is. billboard yep. that I saw in person yep. saying like. Cuomo resign or some shit like that. Well, <laughs> like, these it, fucking it, people it have a real fucking hard on. And it doesn't make any sense to me because it's like, you know, like um, I'm trying to think. So they they had a they had an article, and this is different from sexual accusations. Oh, uh, Cuomo had his family tested early on in the COVID crisis, and I'm like, yeah, his brother had COVID. Wouldn't mm. you get them tested? Shut the hell up and move on. Oh, by the way, he's the governor of the state. Governors. 
And any politician should be tested, should have been tested early on and should be testing people around them early on. So they know if they're if they're going to get it or if they should quarantine or whatever. That's not a news story. Yes. But yeah, especially if you're the kind of person you're giving you're giving news conferences, you're literally meeting with people every day. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're going to you're going to test family. Of course, you're going to do like Mm. shut the fuck up. Try stop trying to like throw throw dirt on a on a pile that's already there. Like. And that's that's why like that's that's really why Chris like I'm like do the investigation find out what happened. By the way, we all know that that Chris that not Chris Cuomo, uh, Andrew Cuomo, <laughs> the governor is an asshole. We already know that. And from all the accusations that I've heard so far, it sounds like he's just being an asshole. Or mm-hmm. another quiet thing that's said that people don't say out loud, and I'm sure a lot of people would that listen to this podcast would agree. The there let's see. I would say men over the age of 50, maybe 55 or older have a different way of treating women than men of my age and your age because Mm -hmm. they were taught completely different. They were taught certain things were okay to do. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, for example, I hate to use Biden and, you know, Biden looking like he's sniffing somebody or whatever. Like, (laughs) like it's those kinds of things that back then were fine and were okay that now – are seen as a no-no. And, you know, my thing is, is are we talking about Cuomo doing those kinds of things where he says things that could come off as sexual harassment, but really they're not, and he just needs to go through a training course to know what he should be saying and what he shouldn't be saying? Because that's what they do in business a lot, is you may have somebody that said something that... Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, maybe that is taken as sexual harassment, but they didn't know that it was sexual harassment. So what they do is they say, look, you're going to get written up, but you're not getting fired, and you need to go for a training court. You know what I mean? So, like, say for me, by the pussy. well, and then that's the thing, like, I'm, like, sitting there going, like, you don't convict a guy that grabbed, grabbed a woman by the pussy, and by the way, that was multiple women, like, maybe, whatever, 20, 30, whatever you want to call them. Oh, by the way, we have him on tape saying it. Um, and then you go to Cuomo and you look at him and you go, well, this guy, I mean, okay, maybe he made some comments, maybe did all this other stuff, but he didn't grab you. He didn't rape you. He didn't assault you. Like, is it, is it, is it really what you're saying it is? Or is it just him being an asshole or thinking what he's saying is okay, but it's not. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. When you look through the lens of today, you're like, you get a little cringed. Oh, and, you know, and uh, once again, like literally 10, 15 years ago, a lot of this behavior was still acceptable exactly. or still kind of commonplace, exactly. not, not meant with the intention to make anyone uncomfortable. Quite the opposite. That's how you endear yourself to somebody. And, well, and, and, not, and once again, I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying is that things have changed and you know, and you, Oh, this happened eight years ago. Well, shit, you know, eight years ago, why did you report? It was a different world eight years ago. Right. And if it was that bad eight years ago, why didn't you report it? You know what I mean? Like, and don't give me, don't give me this BS about, well, you know, I I didn't, you know, I was intimidated. Were you intimidated or did it, did it really not matter to you? And now all of a sudden you want your, your five minutes of fame. That's another thing that you like, is it like there was a reporter that she said seven years ago, he was mean to her or something. And I'm like, okay, but if it was really that offensive, why didn't you report it? And again, that's why an investigation is important. If if some of these things are real and there wasn't anything else in the context, so say like some of these girls reported him, but nothing was done about it, okay, then we need to find the people that didn't do anything about it and fire them or bring them up on charges or whatever. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of questions like, okay, so let's say some of this was true and it was reported, 
but Cuomo never knew about it. Number one. And number two, um, he, nothing was done about it. Do we blame him or do we blame the people that, you know, didn't do anything about it and didn't try to say to the governor, Hey, you need to change some of the stuff that you're doing. Like, hmm. you see what I'm saying? Like, you can't, you can't yeah. really do that. And by the way, we're talking about Republicans too. Like, Republicans aren't. There's, there's a couple of Republicans like um, Gantz now, like apparently dated a 17 year old. <laughs> oh yeah, I was watching. Yeah, no, yeah, they, yeah, and it's so yeah, and the whole thing. It's the people who are pointing the fingers that are like probably the most guilty. <laughs> you, know I mean, I mean, you got you got him. You got Jim Jordan. Like let some shit happen when he was a wrestling coach. Um, you have that handicap guy. That handicap. Uh, he's a new Republican House member. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, talk about fucking karma. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> like, so yeah, like, these guys. You know, them on joy rides, and this was before. This is when he had use of his legs. Obviously, I mean, talk about some karma, man. Ooh. So I yeah. mean, and and you got you got proof. Like you have proof that shows this, and that's mm-hmm. that's that's the biggest thing with me. So I mean, I need to make this clear. If 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 you know he did something really really scandalous, and it comes mm-hmm. out in this report, then yeah, he needs to step down. But if yeah. it was just him being an asshole, retrain him, and that that's it. Like, you know, we, we need it. We need to kind of fucking we need to start investigating these things. And and I hate to say this, even though I hate some of the Republicans, like we need to do the exact same thing for everybody. Democrats, Republicans, independents, whatever party comes up in the near future. Everybody. If something comes mm-hmm. out, it's like a criminal court. It's like a cr- criminal it's a criminal case. Like somebody accuses you of doing something, you get brought up on charges, and then you have a right to defend yourself. Why can't you have the right to defend yourself if somebody says you sexually assaulted them or a, um, a sexual harassment or whatever? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's just one of those things where you go, okay, let's just do the investigation and find out. And especially with yeah. how like how hard the New York media has come down on Cuomo, I I, I need an investigation to see what the truth is because you guys are just <laughs> are just have like a stiffy alpha or trying to. Get oh yeah, them. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. They pile on as soon as yeah. you know they can. Like, it was oh, yeah. so big. And, and it's just in the news in general, like even yeah. you know just for just because it's it's uh, it's, it's it feels oh, like scandalous. You know, it feels like yeah. they're trying to find something like what was going on with Trump to get rating. And that's yeah. just un- that's just unacceptable. Juicy story. Oh, um, and and you know it's there was something else I was gonna. And I'm trying to think of what I was gonna say oh. about it, and then just <laughs> end it there. But it's you know it's it's just it, it just gets to me because it's like the dude has been in in the public eye. Cuomo has been in the public eye for the whole COVID process, and now all of a sudden you're pissed about him sexually assaulting you. You should have said something yeah. before. Like, yeah. I'm not trying to take it away from these women, but we're in the Me Too movement. You have no excuse not to say anything. Like that uh, Lindsay Bolin, I think is her name, Boylan, um, was which was one of the accusers. She said that she reported it. Apparently, according to her employee file, which they released, which, by the way, I think they have the right to release if, if reporters ask. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently, she had made some really like, – or she had done some really bad things, or not really bad things, but fireable things, and – that may have been the reason why she reported what apparently he did. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta kind of let these investigations, just let them go, let them do what they need to do. And by the way, don't be, I hate these politicians. Oh, we're all just going to say that he's, he's, he needs to step down. How did that work out for you? Because he's still there. <laughs> like, you know, so I just want, I just want the investigation to work itself out, find out if he did anything and let's move on. If he did impeach him, if he didn't, then he gets to keep his job. Oh, and by the way, if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about 
um, Cuomo with the sexual harassment and apparently leaving out nursing home numbers. Why aren't we talking about the Florida governor who who uh, doctored all of his numbers? And why aren't we talking mm-hmm. about the California governor who fucking screwed up his screwed up so badly his COVID his COVID plan that L.A. blew up into a huge hotspot? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you if you're gonna if you're gonna sit there and have a stiffy for the New York governor, why aren't we having a stiffy for these other governors? Just because just because Republicans aren't holding the guy in Florida accountable, or uh, Democrats aren't going as hard against the California governor as they are Governor Cuomo? Like, come on, come on, be fair about the coverage. You know what I mean? Like, that's just that's that's when the media really gets to me, is when they do shit like that, and they're not fair yeah. about. It. Oh, and don't don't grandma. Go ahead. <laughs> Grandma's dead, but hey, toke up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Grandma's dead. Smoke a bowl. Uh, no, no, so you uh, <laughs> a little bit, a little bit of housekeeping before we get. Uh, um, I, I first, I want to thank uh, you know our, our numbers. We did a little bump in numbers from the last episode, only because uh, I, I had made a post on. Okay, uh, do you remember, you know WandaVision? Uh, did you watch WandaVision at all? And, and this isn't nerdy news. It's just, no, it just has to do with the show. No, I haven't watched it yet. Okay. Well, on the last episode of WandaVision, there was a screenshot of uh, Paul Bettany plays the Vision, and he's wearing like he's in civilian clothes, and it's the Vision, you know, with the with the full makeup and everything like that. But the character itself is wearing like a very form-fitting um, turtleneck shirt or whatever, and uh, that image blew up on on Black Twitter. <laughs> You know, there's, you know, for for those who know, there's Twitter and there's Black Twitter, uh, and and people had they took a picture, they super, you know, they they photoshopped the do rag on on a Vision, and they they photoshopped the gold chain around his neck because he was wearing the and and, uh, and and he's standing in his hand, he has his hand like right on his stomach, and they were saying his name isn't Vision anymore, his name is Vashon. And so uh, there was a bunch of photoshops going around, and people. Were, and so I had made a photoshop where uh, there's a character from one of the earlier episodes where uh, she's sort of the the uptight uh, woman that's sort of like you know all the housewives are scared of because she's sort of you know she's the alpha mm-hmm. housewife, and so they're all scared of her. So I had made a photoshop where uh, they had they had a vision as Vashon, and then uh, Wanda. I forgot what they did with Wanda, but then they they took Wanda and they photoshopped as if her hair had like cornrows, mm-hmm. and uh, and that. then then the the third picture is the one I made where I photoshopped and I had it was the that uppity in your face nosy neighbor the white lady uh, holding a phone that said nine one one, and so the Photoshop that I did I blew up on Black Twitter for a little while. <laughs> So I, I, a whole bunch of people added me on Twitter, and so uh, I would like to say uh, hello and welcome to any new listeners, especially the ones who we've met from Black Twitter. Uh, you know, so just uh, thank you, enjoying the podcast. Thank you for boosting our numbers for this one episode. Also, I'm, um, I'm sorry. That and please Chris keep is, coming back. I'm sorry that Chris <laughs> is an asshole. So just. Oh yeah, oh, I'm a terrible scumbag, but uh, you know, for anyone, for, and, and and all our new listeners in general, uh, welcome to the show once again. We're we, we are just uh, uh, we are literally weeks away from our nine year anniversary. Um, the one thing I also do kind of have to apologize, and I've noticed this for the past couple episodes, is I look, I'm a fat fuck. I also have a really good microphone. So I've noticed my breathing in the past couple of episodes. And uh, look, I'm a fat fuck. I went to the doctor today, as a matter of fact. you know, And uh, I'm the heaviest I've ever been in my life. And this is coming from someone who, at one point, I had the gastric bypass surgery. And at my heaviest, 
I was well before today. <laughs> At my heaviest, I was 365. I had the ruin Y gastric bypass surgery back in 2006. I dropped. I went all the way down to like 185. I was literally half the man I was. Uh, made a couple of bad life decisions. So, say la vie. That's, that's how life is. A I couple? stress ate. <laughs> well, look, you know, I'm trying to get fucking things back in order. Um. But over the past nine years, as I've been recording this podcast, I've slowly fucking put the weight back on. And I'm 377, my last, as of the doctor's appointment today. My blood pressure is not great, but it's definitely, it's not, it's not considered high blood pressure. My pulse is okay. Uh, but one thing, you know, I have noticed the past couple episodes, and if it bothers people, I apologize. I can't, I'm trying to see if there's a way for me not, I have the microphone above, like, my nostrils. So I'm not breathing directly into the microphone. And I never did. I always had the microphone in front of me. But I apologize if you hear my heavy breathing. I'm a fat fuck. Fat fucks breathe heavy. So, uh, you know, and also it's a curse when you have a really good microphone. These really good microphones pick up all of them. So if you hear my breathing during the episode or whatever the case may be, my, apologi- my apologies. All right. So let's keep it moving, Paul. Uh, where are you on your shots? I'm one shot in and I, I'll, get, I'll get my next shot in. I'll get my next shot in a couple days. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm a week out from one shot, and I have another shot in like just just after the middle of April. So, well, because you're you're like nine years younger than me. Like mm-hmm. the day after my shot, I was, and I I mean I've heard sort of people you know they get the shits and or they whatever. I was just like I felt physically exhausted. Like that the next day, like I didn't like I got my daughter ready for school. Which nowadays, you know, basically is just turning on so, the fucking laptop. <laughs> I mean, I got her, I got her ready for school, whatever, and then I went right back to bed, and I just did, couldn't get out of bed for a single so day. So was I was um, which shot, which one did you get, Pfizer? Or... I, I got the Pfizer. I for some yeah, reason, I got the <laughs> reason I don't know why Walgreens was giving that, but whatever. Um, well, first of all, first of all, I found out I could get one because I was on the, I was still considered diabetic, even mm-hmm. though I'm not. So like so like even if you're like slightly diabetic or whatever you can still get the shot. Mm-hmm. So that's why um that's why I was able to get the shot cuz my doctor said, "Yeah, you can go get it cuz you're on the scale, so you might as well just go get it." Yeah. I mean, it, I mean and it's not obviously, I mean, I don't know your business. I mean, you're not diabetic, but I mean, you know, it, it's a little overweight, a little chunky, a little chubby, you know. <laughs> you know shit. That's you know, that qualifies in my opinion. <laughs> well, you know, so I um so I I got the so I was able to get the first shot. Um, I was sore. I was I was so it was like 24 hours of soreness, and I also had I think it was it was either tiredness or for where I was just like, you know, I was just like. But then like after six o'clock, I like I was good. I was mm-hmm. I was wonderful. So, you know, I mean that was about it. I mean I've I've heard. Oh, excuse me. The second the second shot is supposed to be like, could give you the flu. And I'm just like, Ugh, well, all right. <laughs> so, um, that'll be interesting. Yeah, but, uh, there's, the, yeah. there's Pfizer, there's Moderna, there's Johnson Johnson. And then I have a friend that, you know, everyone's posting their pictures of like, you know, when they get their shots, they hold your card or whatever. Yeah. I did that and, too. You know, if you saw me on Instagram <laughs> and I had a, I had a friend in England, they're doing, it's funny cause they don't have AstraZeneca in the United States. And I've heard of that company. Like I know it's a company that makes 
like the medicine and stuff like that but like hers yeah. you know i noticed that's what it said on the bottom said astrazeneca and i'm like you know and it's funny and then i looked you know uh, you know there did some research and I'm like, okay but so it, it's it's technically like oh like it's not it hasn't been approved in the united states yet but it shows that there at least there's other companies trying yeah, to like, you know we like, had pfizer and moderna and johnson that, and johnson there's that company that you just um you just said and then i think there's one or two more um but the the thing is, is even with just the three, we're going to be able to vaccinate everybody by the end of May, probably. So, I mean, that's that's pretty good. You know what I mean? So yes, for the people that are willing to get fucking vaccinated. That's true. That's what this is going to be. The next fucking wave is going to be the people who you know, uh, you know, I was listening to, a, I saw a YouTube video and it said that I don't have to get vaccinated. So we're gonna, you know, I I don't want to talk about, I like, I don't want to like, I don't want to think about it now. But it's going to get to the point where right now, you know, there's people and like as in for New York State as at least, um, if I'm not mistaken, like it was either today or yesterday, like in New York State, anyone over the age of 30 right now can qualify for. It. You know, before it used to be, you know, you needed comorbidity, comorbidity, whatever the case may be. You needed issues to to get the shot. Now it's, hey, you over 30 here, take the fucking shot. But now, you know, we're going to get to the saturation point where all the willing people, all the all the all the free thinking, uh, 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 forward thinking people get their shots, and then there's now there's now wait till we hit that fucking point where I don't feel like I need to get the shot. And that's going to be the next fucking wave of bullshit mm-hmm. that we the fucking deal oh, with. Yeah. We're like, you know, I, I don't think I need the shot, you know. And and so, <sighs> you know, I'm, I'm bracing myself for that fucking frustration. Because it's going to happen. We're going to hit that fucking point, you know. But, you know, first it's like, you know, and then like, I was watching, I was, I saw a thing like on Facebook. Like, and it's also like, you know, we got people it's over out of my hands but you know we have to make sure that fucking people in third world countries and shit also uh you know people in the poorest poorest parts of the world also get the shot so you know it's not like uh it's not like this shit um uh you know gets gets the new strain or whatever and you know it comes back you know fucking three times stronger ten times stronger whatever the case Mm -hmm. may be so you know but you know we have to get it through fucking people's heads that you know yes take the microchip let Bill let Bill Gates control you at least we'll all be we'll all live in our fucking Microsoft utopia let Bill Gates put the fucking nanobots inside of you 5G network yes all of that let the government control you because then we'll all be fucking happy you know live in the fucking matrix because oh you know there's people like you know I I don't have you have there's also there's this great uh, not great uh there's this really halfway decent uh it's called Into the Storm it's a documentary on HBO on HBO Max about like the QAnon mm-hmm. people and uh, and I wonderful segue into other stuff that I had in my notes uh, once again it's, it's this documentary called Into the Storm and it's all about QAnon people and this all kind of goes into the whole like uh, the guys who fucking bum rushed the, the capital the insurrectionists it's like that you know uh, the origins of all the shit comes from fucking you know uh, I, I, okay so I'm learning myself from the documentary that you know this the guy Q who's someone allegedly who has high government clearance and, and, and access to Donald Trump allegedly and, and Q level clearance was some shit I never fucking heard of that sounds like something out of a James Bond fucking movie mm-hmm. uh, Q level clearance and they're on this website called 8chan now I remember 4chan like 4chan you know 4chan was always like that was the fucking site like oh shit those are the people like like you know 4chan was like fucking like look that, that's where fucking pedophiles go that's where like people look at fucking child pornography or, or or like ridiculous fucking asian you know if you want to look at if you want to see porn where it's like you know 
you know, it's like hentai, like 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 Asian, like Japanese pornography where the girls have like tits and dicks at the same time, oh, and Jesus. furry porn, and, and all types of crazy shit. Or if you want to see, you know, fucking, you want to see, you know, the most ridiculous bloody crime scene photos that you want, you're not, you can't find it in any other site. You know, to me that was 4chan. 4chan was always like that crazy wild frontier uh, website. And I guess, you know, when you watch the documentary, you know, 4, 4chan after a while got so fucking crazy that they started, to, they, they needed moderator. So then, you know, the next generation started and they called this thing called 8chan. Because I guess apparently before that, there was a thing called 2chan, 4chan, 8chan. Mm-hmm. And so 8chan is like, you know, it's the site and the host servers overseas and, 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 and it's, you know, and it's one of those deals where like, like, oh, let free speech run rampant. Let people say whatever the fuck they want to say. Now, meanwhile, it's, you know, all the shit that's going on on these sites where you, where there's like no moderation whatsoever, you know, it's inciting people and spreading misinformation and getting people. Well, didn't like, they didn't they take the that website down though? I mean, if they did, I don't. I they haven't gotten to it in the documentary because I'm not I'm not the biggest uh, follower of like you know I'm you know once again I mean of course yeah okay my source of information is fucking bullshit documentary but um you know I don't I I don't know if this eight chan is still up. Um, no, I don't. I don't think that one's anymore. But I, I don't know that for sure. But I mean, it just comes to show. Now, mind you, these are sites. You know, when they had the guy in in Australia or something like that, Queen's Church or Christchurch or whatever, where like he just and he like he, he live streamed it. And I, I unfortunately, someone sent me the video, and I watched it because just out of pure fucking horrendous curiosity of like the guy like first per like hold like the camera was like mounted to his fucking gun. And he walks, he walks into a mosque and just starts killing people. And he has this thing, he has like a, a flashlight on the front of his, his, um, in front of his weapon where it, it's sort of like a high beam strobe light. So if, if you're looking at it, you know, like you're looking at what the high, like disorients, you have no idea what the fuck's going on. And he walks into a fucking mosque and gunning down the people that are inside the mosque. And it's the most ridiculous thing. And then like, you know, and then there's people like some people even like pretending to be dead. And then he goes and he fucking walks over to the bodies and shoots them. And that that was a guy who was on fucking 8chan. And he's like, oh, you know, he put up all types of crazy manifestos and shit. And then, like, the people on 8chan, since it's not moderator or anything, people are like, oh, you go, they go do it, pussy. You know, yo, you're going to shoot the people? Then do it. Stop being a fucking pussy and just do it. And they kind of egged him on. I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, he was a obviously had a fucking couple of screws loose. But, you know, it's this, like, weird, like... When you have this, oh, let, let the internet be what the internet is and let, you know, the cream will rise to the top and all this other bullshit and, and all this and free speech, free speech. Yeah. And then crazy shit like this happened. You, know, yeah. you can't have you can't have total unfettered, untouched shit because this is the kind of shit that happens because you let the dummies in. You know, the people forget that, you know, when you want total free speech. Yeah. Now you're also letting the dummies say what the <laughs> what the dummies need to say. You know, the, the cream, the cream or the cream doesn't rise to the top fast enough. And and shit like this happens. You know, and then you see these people, like, you know, all these people that the people who, the insurrectionists, who, like, thought that, like, you know, Donald Trump's going to bail them out. And, 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 and then they, they found out real and, quick that wasn't the, the thing. <laughs> yeah, so. and all the, there's these sealed, uh, you know, arrest uh, warrants and stuff like that. And, and, you know, and, 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 you know, it's really, you know, and Donald Trump didn't really, Donald Trump didn't really leave office. He's still our president, but, you know, he, he needed, he's gonna to, be... he needed Biden to, or he's re-inaugurated or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so and these people and they they and what they don't understand is that it, this is an internet troll or trolls or whatever. People that are getting off, having a good time, telling these people one what they want to hear, two you know 
they if you throw enough shit at the wall some of it's gonna stick this person this q person fucking post five these there's like five thousand posts or whatever and he'll say this and say that obviously he follows the news here i say you know that's no fucking woman with this shit (laughs) but like you know i mean uh, the, the whoever this q person is throws tons of shit at the wall and eventually some of that shit sticks you know, and they follow the news and all the shit, and then these dummies are like, oh, you see, there's, there's a coincidence, and when he said it like this, and then Donald Trump, and then this, you know, when Q posted at 2.30, and Donald Trump post Twitter, did a tweet at 2.33, so they're obviously the same person, so... These people are being so... Once again, if, you, if you're looking for a fucking connection, you're going to find it. You look fucking hard. Enough. Especially when a person makes 5,000 fucking posts, uh, you're going to... And especially when those posts are made to be manipulated and made and very, very vague, the dummies will make the connections. Oh, yeah. And then you just you <laughs> run with that fucking narrative. Mm-hmm. So, and you see people fucking, fucking totally brainwashed by this Q person. And it's, it's someone sitting in their fucking mother's basement having fucking good fucking laugh <laughs> and, and trying to see how fucking far they could take it. Yeah. I mean, for, you know, and it's, it's disrupting fucking democracy. I mean, we had people fucking bum rush the Capitol. But it, it's just, it's so... It's infuriating, being, uh, like watching the and you know they keep focusing like you know right now that I'm on I'm on the third I'm on the third there's like third ep- there's episode like an hour each and and they're they're still focusing on like the origins and all this bullshit like all this the the, the inner politics of people who run these fucking message boards like 4chan and 8chan and all this shit and right. like now it's starting to get a little boring because like I don't care like they're trying to oh the and and when mm-hmm. the when Q posted a picture of a pen and and this guy who runs the website he's a fan of pens or this guy has to be the cue it's ridiculous but you know these people don't see yeah and this is all like remember like when pizzagate like the guy who went into the fucking pizzeria and started gunning people down like he started he shot a gun randomly into a pizza shop because at one point they were saying that you know hillary clinton and all these other people are lizard people and oh don't don't start talking about that man like jesus they they rape and eat babies at the basement of a fucking pizza parlor what i'm saying is all that shit comes from the fucking misinformation from people that are so fucking desperate looking for something you know that like you know they grasp onto it like oh my god this is you know like 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 someone's being like like this person's a savior he's giving us revelations no playing you like a fucking drum you know it's just like fucking religion or a cult member these people are part of a fucking cult and and i don't know it's just it's it's really fucked it's just really fucked it's sickening um okay uh while we're talking while we're still kind of on that thing can we talk about how fucking georgia now made it illegal to give another one person a human being to give another human being water yeah they happen to be online to go vote that's just and I'm like, in the fucking Geneva Convention, and I looked it up because I, I, I want, even in the Geneva Convention, when a person's a fucking prisoner of war, that person is still allowed food and beverage, food and drink. So you're going to tell me that an old lady standing in line because you fucking, you, you, you gerrymandered uh, their fucking, their district where, uh, you know, this person has to go 10 miles away and they're an old person and it's in the fucking Georgia fucking heat, uh, and and you made it so uh, a, a polling place, which is usually at a, usually and only handles you know whatever ten thousand people, is now in charge of twenty five thousand people. So the line is triple the fucking length that it usually is. And now because the old lady is standing in line, another person can't give that old lady water. And and if and and let's just say and now mind you, they put this law into effect. Let's just what scumbag cop is going to enforce that law? 
what scumbag is going to slap fucking cuffs on somebody? It, whatever fucking cop does that. And, you know, I, I don't want to get into the whole Derek Chauvin thing because that's what he's a fucking piece of shit murdering scumbag. Uh, you know, and, 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 and this is coming from someone who loves cops. I'm a fucking bootleg. I love fucking cops. But, you know, uh, you know, the, you know, the, the George Floyd, the guy who killed George Floyd, he's a fucking piece of shit scumbag. And the trial's on right now. And, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm on, I'm all tense because, you know, God knows whatever the fucking, you know, if that case doesn't, you know, <laughs> if they don't put that motherfucker under the jail, uh, God knows what riots are going to happen after the fuck. Um, you know, they may riot even if they do put him under the fucks. But, um, you know, what cop is going to enforce that fucking law that you give, you give an old lady a fucking bottle of water that, you know. And of course, people are gonna bring their own water and shit like that. But you know, it, it just like it shows you how bad and how desperate these fucking cocksuckers are to fucking make a rule that can't give an old per. You can't. I say old person because who else the fuck else needs water? But you know, they're 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 trying so fucking hard to rig this in their in their in their favor, and it's, it's fucking frustrating. Um, right. Open carry. I had made a post earlier week about open carry. These guys, these five guys who think. They think uh, this is name. <laughs> you know, they think they're they're um, Charles Bronson shit. They think you know they think they're the fucking uh, the equalizer. You know, they, big fucking tough guys running around with their their open carry guns when they're walking into a fucking Panera Bread. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's all these guys who live in the middle of fucking you know white suburbia. You know, terrified of God knows what places where nothing happens anyway. You know, and you're in the suburbs carrying, you know, come to the fucking hood. <laughs> leave your little fucking, leave your little fucking corner, your little suburb and, and, and you know, and, and play that shit in the, because that shit ain't going to, that shit ain't going to fuck these guys. They're, they're, they're terrified. And once, and you know, and on the flip side, I love, I love cops and I love guns too. I think everybody should fucking have a gun, but you know, there's, there's a responsibility that comes and a guy who carries fucking an AR-15 to walk into a fucking Panera Bread. You know, the, 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 you're, that's overkill. You're, you're an irresponsible gun owner. You're, you're, you're terrified. You're showing your fucking fear. You're showing you, you, you're the same way. I'm a fat fuck and, and, and I'm, my heart is on my sleeve and my issues on my sleeve that I have, that I have my own issues that I ate myself back into fucking basically death is the same as a person who walks around with a fucking, you're showing the world that you're inadequate. You're showing the world that uh, you've made so many bad decisions in your life that, you know, you live in fear. You know, and these are the same people who, who you know, you know, there's a, the Venn diagram of people who carry fucking guns, you know, who also fucking, you know, are saved by, you know, I was saved by Jesus, I was raised in Texas, saved by Jesus, you know, uh, you know, Jesus wouldn't want you carrying around an AR-15. <laughs> True. There's no, there's, you know, there, there's no, that overlap doesn't fucking exist. You know, Jesus says, love thy neighbor, not fucking live in fear and carry around a fucking semi-automatic weapon into the fucking Panera bread. You're not on fucking patrol. You're not a fucking cop. You know that because and I and the reason that's the reason I brought it up because there was also the, the, you know as soon as fucking COVID you know people start getting their shots we have two fucking mass shootings in the past, in the past like two weeks you know and you know I'm not going to get into that because I don't even have that in my notes or anything like that but that's why I had to open carry is that all these big fucking tough guys like I'm going to stop a fucking crime where are all these good guys with a gun when there's someone fucking uh, shooting up fucking Asian rubbing tugs and 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 uh, I forgot the other one just shot up like a supermarket. And how can you tell the difference? How can you tell the difference between someone walking into a supermarket with an AR-15 to fucking kill people and or some inadequate fucking country bumpkin who has God-given right and, and his Second Amendment says he can carry the fucking gun? You know, how can I tell the difference? If I'm a third person, I, I can't tell the difference between who's coming in to kill and who's coming in because the little fucking limp dick can't get, can't get hard anymore so they have to carry around an AR-15. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, so you have to <clears throat> prove what a fucking man you are. And once again, this is coming from someone who loves guns. <laughs> you know, I respect guns and stuff, but it's sort of like, you know, carrying around an AR-15 is irresponsible. Um, okay. All right, let's lighten up. <laughs> let's lighten up the news. Yes. The Cinnamon Toast Crunch guy. The Cinnamon Toast, the, the, the guy who found shrimp tails in a Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Hmm. Are you familiar with that story at all? No, you were you were telling me that off the pod, but go ahead. Yeah, and it was it's sort of it's the this guy his name is Jensen Carp, and he's one of these he wants to be a celebrity so fucking um I didn't know him back then but I guess he came up as like a wannabe white rapper he was trying to be like Eminem but like you know he you know he comes from a place like you know he was he was born and raised in like. You know, I, I I'm not 100% sure, but let's say he was like born and raised in Beverly Hills. You know, this guy is a, what was that movie uh, with uh, with Jamie Kennedy? Malib- Malibu's Most Wanted. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, you know that he's. Was a, that was a <laughs> you know, he was he he's like B rad. He like he was he was raised in a fucking very very rich affluent area, but wanted to be like a gangster rapper and shit. Um, and 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 how Jensen Carp how how he came into my world was um about less than 10 years ago he he started this thing called Gallery 1988. Where he opened these galleries where he had, had artists where they would do art about pop culture. And, you know, that, but what the shit, what the show is about. So, like, you know, these, you know, people that are talented artists, but they'll, you know, here's a painting about the Big Lebowski, and here's a painting about Ghostbusters, and here's, you know, here's a, uh, you know, a, a, a Darth Vader skull that I spray painted with graffiti, you know, and it looks, and I mean, I mean cool shit, cool artists. And the Jensen Carp was the guy who had the money to, open up a gallery and it was called gallery 1980 and i'm trying to find the source but what i had you know what i had heard is that he was the kind of guy where he'd open a gallery and he'd, he'd contact all these arts people and stuff like that like i'm opening this pop pop culture art gallery and then he would sell their art that's like the, the people put that shit there to sell their art but then like when the artist came to actually fucking came come and collect their check he oh, I don't have it right now, or oh, I'll call you next week, or whatever, like, if you try to get him on the phone and stuff like that, you know, and and, and I don't, and once again, let me just say that allegedly, he's the kind of guy that did shit like that, um, so that's how he, that's how I'm familiar with him, I wasn't familiar with him during his rap years when he was under the, the name Hot Carl, um, I know him from 1988, this is, you know, he married Topanga from oh, Boy he? Meets World, yeah, and, and around, like, right around the time the pandemic really fucking hit, um, like he started, he was, he would live stream with her. They had like their, they had like a game show that they ran out of their house and stuff like that. And, and, you know, she seems like a nice like that. I, I think the same way he's a scam artist for everyone else. I think he scammed her into thinking that he's fucking halfway decent. And, uh, and then also, uh, once allegedly, um, once he started, once this story kind of hit the, hit the internet about finding fucking shrimp tails and a cinnamon toast crunch, um, ex-girlfriends came out of the fucking woodwork oh he's abusive he beat the shit out of me he used to see you know his girlfriend you know, he told me you know, that i should just kill myself and and you know that or if i did kill myself no one would miss me and shit like that. like he was saying all types of fucking easy shit so this guy is obviously has a fucking couple screws and he's so desperate for fucking attention and i guess you know his i guess his internet game shit went away or whatever but you know so desperate for attention that he has to fucking fabricate a fucking story about finding shrimp tails and fucking cinnamon crunch and you know and it's and it's one of those deals where like he got he you know he got his little notoriety for a little while and he sort of faded back into fuck into nothingness but people are you know you know i would love to know the truth you know i want i want to know you know like i mean you know what kind of um 
you know, crime scene detective. <laughs> I don't know if there was actually, you know, if they could prove that there was, this, you know, cinnamon toast crunch. Because it was like, it was like these, it was like shrimp, the, the tails, but like, you know, the part you don't eat, but coated in cinnamon toast crunch. So I would, I would love for him to be, for his, for the further, uh, yeah. um, I think just two more things before we go to break. I was, there's this great video. His, the guy's name is Mark, Mark Rober, Mark Robber. And he puts out a lot of YouTube and he's most notoriously known for porch pirate glitter bombs where the, the people who steal packages from uh, porches. And he, he built this device where it's, it has like cell phones and a GPS tracker and all the shit. And so the people steal the package. And as soon as like you open the package, it sprays fucking fart spray and it throws glitter all over the there's a glitter bomb it shoots like it's really really fine glitter that like get once it gets in your clothes you have to fucking wash it goes 50 times to get it out um you know it has like four like cell phones in it like there's and at any angle where you open the box it's going to get a picture of the person in the box so what happened is you know while they were doing these glitter bombs to catch the porch pirates who like you know they see amazon drop off a package and then they go and grab it he he kind of stumbled on to the whole other scam of people that are they're, they're scam artists from uh from india mm-hmm. and what happens is, is you know they'll call they were, they were calling people and stuff like that and um you know and they get old people to send them money and they're like oh oh no that like the, oh your your bank has been overdrawn or, or something like that and uh we need you to send the money back and what they do is they manipulate these old people into uh signing onto their computer and have you ever have you ever done a remote from your computer like uh like you could do things like you know if you get if you use certain programs even like I mean not Zoom but I know there's other programs yeah I've done this just with just work related where like like my boss can sign into the my work computer and fucking control my computer from where he's at you know you give him remote access like that and 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 I, there was one time I did call customer service for something. I needed some, and like the guy was like, okay, we're going to do this thing where I'm going to take over your computer. And I, and he did customer, and he fucking, he, you know, he did all the drivers for me and shit. Like, I forgot exactly what I was doing. It was a long time ago. And so what they're doing is they get these old people to fucking download program so the person could take over their computer. And then what they do is they kind of like fake the, they, they, they basically put like a fucking word, uh, like a text document in front of them. And they're like, okay, what I want you to do is type in your bank information, your bank sign, you know, and, uh, and, the, and the person's, you know, they're acting like they're working for the bank and I need you to type it in perfectly. Don't mess up the, the password or anything like that. So now what, how the guy, the glitter bomb comes in is they'll take the money and, and send the money and, and, and. They would send the money in a package to some fucking random address, and the reason it was like a random address is because these people have gotten so smart that now they're using like Airbnbs, so the person can have like a temporary address. Oh shit! And so they're using like a temp like a Airbnb, the person have a temporary address, and then uh, then they have other another person there who's what they call the money mule. Where you know they they contact other people and they're like, look, the package is gonna get there. Um, the package is gonna get there at three o'clock or whatever. You know, Amazon is, the, and and they get these old people to mail money to some random address. And then when the when the pa- when the package gets there, there's someone already like you know, and then it's FedEx, whoever, UPS, whatever the post office. You know, sometimes you know, have you ever like waited for a package and you you get the postman right at the door and like, hey, is that for Paul or whatever? And yeah, it's Paul, and he gives you the fucking package. No. You know, and it's. <laughs> Oh, you know, I mean, I've done it, you know, I, and, and like I usually whenever I do it, I have like my ID in my hand, you know, but but, you know, there's been times where 
uh, you know, the package comes and like I've been waiting for the package and I happen to be outside and I see the fucking, you know, I see the post the post office truck on my corner. I'm like, here, do you have a package for Chris? You know, and I have, like I have my ID in my hand and son, son, you know, if you're confident enough and the guy will just give you the package and then those people take the money, you know, they, they mule the money, they pick it up from like the Airbnb address and then they go and they send it to, you know, and if they're sending, you know, you know, they'll, they'll scam a person out of like $12,000 or whatever. And they, for each package they pick up, they, they collect $500. And shit like that. It's fucking ridiculous scam. So, you know, this is one of those deals where, like, you know, we live in a world where people are, you know, <laughs> it's bad enough the politicians and shit like that that are brainwashing people. But we also have fucking legit scam artists out there that are telling people that their bank was overdrawn and they sent the money to the person or the wrong thing. And for them to send the money back. And it's, it, it, so I believe the, the guy's name is Mark Robber. Just look up the Glitter Bomb guy. Oh, okay. And yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's yeah. it's like it's one of his most recent videos. And like I'm telling people, educate yourself. And, you know, or, or if you know an older person has access to the internet and stuff like that. Like luckily, like my mom doesn't have a computer. You know, just she, you know, she couldn't. But you know, I mean, it's and it's sort of like you know they manipulate people into fucking sending the money. You know, you know, and I, you know, hopefully my mom will never get something like that. And my dad's pretty fucking savvy. He's fall for a scam like that. But you know, it's shit like that. But you, you have to like, like you know, I mean, not for yeah, but don't they, you to show your parents, but like, <laughs> like show your parents they, a video. Cause when they like your mother's, because obviously I've been to your mom's house before. Wouldn't they just take it up to her apartment and leave in front of her door? Well, I mean, it all starts. To, I mean. But, it also no well, no where uh, where my mom lives it's they have a um there's like a locker in the basement and there's a locker in the in the in the lobby oh okay and 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 you could put they put the package um they put the package in the locker and then um then they put they take the key out of the locker and put the key in your mailbox oh okay when that's, you have a that's package cool. yeah 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 that's a great idea i, I like mean of that. course if you're ordering you know if you're ordering something bigger than the fucking locker then you better yeah <laughs> and, and plus like like my mom's floor like you know like everybody a mom knows my mom's my mom you know and not that she, and she's well, she's retired it's not that she's going anywhere <laughs> anyway but I'm, I'm i'm talking about like the initial phone call to get the person to think they sent Monroe. you know what i'm saying it's sort yeah. of like oh you know they you know they call enough people where someone eventually is going to pick it up you know mm-hmm. oh the irs and irs is after you and need to send the 12 grand or whatever you know or you know and, and but they do i forgot exactly how it is in this scam they tell people that you know you sent money to the wrong person or something you know and you know then then they then the person's like what you know and they tell them you know they give them the whole fucking cock and bull story and then they get these people so it's just you know it's it's almost as once again look up mark robber rober i think it's yeah r-o-b-b-e-r it's the glitter bomb guy but i'm just saying is like people people need to educate themselves about shit like this it's like you know and i tell my mom don't fucking anybody in (laughs) and she knows but i mean it's also just to people in general you know People, people, and look, people get scammed and shit like that, you know, and then it's a fucking big industry, you know, for mm-hmm. these people, you know, if you scam, in this particular story, I think they were scamming an old lady of like 12 grand, and, you know, even with the money mules and with the Airbnb, you know, you invest, let's just say you invest, you know, $2,000, but if you're making a $10,000, you know, if you, if you, if you, if you, you know, if you invest $2,000 in people and you're, and you're scamming her out of 12 grand, you just made 10 grand at the end of all is said and done. Right. So, all right. So I think with that, we'll be back with more Dick and Fart jokes. This episode of Two Strangers, One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc. 1115 East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number eight. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1.
Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Ah, necrophilia. It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, Prudes. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. Oh, I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of it. unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this movie. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept Little history up. doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you, you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped from watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was How did you watch movie. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. Victory Championship Wrestling presents Lethal Leap Year. On sale now for $9.99. Don't miss a single body slam or epic moment. Witness the showdown between Big Smooth and Johnny Slaughter for the BCW Championship. Go to bcwaction.com for exclusive events. Only found on bcwaction.com. And as an added bonus, the first 100 people to order this event will receive a free front row seat to the next event. And we're back. All right, Paul, so let's get to the nerdy news. Um, I guess one of the biggest things, I mean, something that's been in the news for a while uh, that has finally come to fruition, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, or released the Snyder Cut, uh, finally came to HBO Max. It feels weird because, I mean, it was literally just a week ago. I mean, while we're recording this, but, like, it feels like a million years ago. But um, I watched it, you know, I, I, I have... The other Justice League, or as they called it, the Justice of Justice League. I had that on, like, DVD. And, um, you know, it come from, you know, because first, you know, Zack Snyder did Man of Steel. He did Batman v Superman. And then he kind of bowed out halfway through uh, during Justice League because he was having issues with the, the company, with Warner Brothers. And also, you know, his daughter his daughter committed suicide. So he kind of, uh, kind of forced his hand to kind of just leave the situation with Warner Brothers, uh, you know, Gave the remains to Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon Frankensteined some, you know, a, a movie that people fucking hated. Uh, well, which, what what he could have Zack Snyder stuff, you know, did reshoots that I felt were fucking unnecessary. Added shit that I felt was unnecessary. And uh, you know, then there was word that this Snyder cut existed or whatever, mm-hmm. or at least enough to put together. You know, then when HBO Max came out, especially, you know, I mean, I don't think this would have happened without the pandemic uh, going on, but sort of like HBO Max sort of needed that feather in their cap like hey come and you want to watch hbo max come watch the we have the snyder cut you know and they threw whatever another 70 million 170 million dollars of zack snyder it paid off you know they too oh yeah and 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 so it came out so you said you saw it i did see the snyder cut i actually saw it the the first night it was out on hbo max because i get hbo max Mm -hmm. free with um with at&t so um 
So this is gonna be this is gonna be a little weird for me. Not weird. Like some people are gonna probably go, well, why would you want why would you want this? But um, I kind oh, of. Oh, that's right. Weren't you like anti movie? <laughs> Aren't you? No, like no, 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 anti, no, no, no. I mean, because uh, I mean, just day and day and day release, day and date release of, well, of movies that, on streaming oh, services as opposed well, to movie theaters. <laughs> well, I mean, but go on, I'm sorry. I, I'm just busting shots. Go on. I've moved past a bit, but I'll, I'll, <laughs> I, I can't really explain that on the podcast. Um, but I mean, this obviously was on. Um, this was only on HBO Max. It wasn't in theaters. It never was going to be in theaters. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to watch it. Um, <clears throat> the first thing that came to mind was. So I watched the four hour one, which is the the Zack mm-hmm. Snyder cut. Yeah. I watched. I went back and watched the original Justice League, mm-hmm. and I, I I felt like I was I was looking at something and going, why the fuck <laughs> did Josh Whedon leave so much footage on the on on the floor, so to speak? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I I could understand like okay, not having Superman in the black suit, that's fine. Um, I can understand like for example. I actually kind of like that they didn't kill off Cyborg's father in mm-hmm. in in the uh, in the original Justice League. Yeah. Um. So like I could do with Justice League, whatever. <laughs> Justice. Um, but <laughs> on, like, so it was like I'm, I'm sitting here and and I'm like, you could have made the original Justice League that came out ten times better if you would have used even half the footage that is new in Zack Snyder. Mm-hmm. And it, it 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 it's it just drives me crazy, Chris. Like I'm I'm like I don't get it. Like I, I just well he tr- he tried to make it funny. That was like his first. That was well, like his see, first that's, thing. Like that's one thing. That's one thing I didn't like about Zack Snyder's was um I thought it was a it was it took itself more seriously than it should have been. Like there mm-hmm. there were the there were the funny parts that in the original Justice League that were used. But mm. there were some parts that I, I and I don't know if you saw this. Maybe you have to go back to the original Justice League to kind of see what I was seeing. But I kind of felt like they could have had a lot more humor in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Obviously, this is mm. just obviously what that was the cut that came out. Um, yeah. I mean, let, let's just face it. If that ever came into theaters, it probably wouldn't have been more than three and a half hours. Probably closer to three. And mm. I mean, there, there was stuff in the Zack Snyder that had been cut out, but you know. For me, it was just like you like like there were there were things that Josh Josh Whedon did that there were some scenes that he recorded that I went that would have fit well into Zack Snyder's too. So it yeah. was like it was kind of like uh, th- that's why I was kind of like and and the Zack Snyder one too. Sorry, I keep going. I I, I keep not finishing my thought, but the, the Zack Snyder one, like, you could take that movie, transplant it in, and still have the standalone films that are out there now. So it's like. I just, for me, I'm just like, I don't get how, how he, how he didn't take more of that footage, put it into the original Justice League, and it probably actually would have been fine. Like, yeah, he added shit that there was fucking Josh. Well, so, so like, for example, the Batman scene in for, in the, the beginning of Justice League, I've heard a lot of people say to me, like, that right there was one of the things that Josh we did well. And they should have probably put in Zack Snyder. That would have been perfect in Zack Snyder as well. Um, there was a the scene... scene with the, the scene with the parademon? Yeah. Where the parademon explodes? That was so stupid. <laughs> I don't know. Well, the, the I mean, this is my where, opinion. The part where they had, like... where. Well, I mean, the fact that it explodes... It explodes and then the explosion when it blows up. There's fucking three mother boxes. Right. And it's, that, and it's that blood. I'm like, that's end. like 
that you know, part that... At the end was kind of like eh, maybe you didn't. That need was the part have... that was that was really yeah stupid. Well, that, in my opinion, was just totally fucking. Stupid. That was the set it yeah. up for thing. Uh-huh. But like for example, the one thing that made sense that I didn't really understand why they didn't have like Zack Snyder didn't have it in there was if you remember in Batman versus Superman, you know Batman had all these notes and Josh Whedon brought that over from Batman versus Superman and made it very clear that there were notes and whatnot and whatever. Zack Snyder didn't really do that. And I was kind of like, well, that, that, that's a little weird. Like, why wouldn't you have mentioned that Batman has all these notes? So, and I, and I get like the whole three mother box things kind of weird and it just didn't make sense. Like it, it it did make sense because it was relating back to the notes, but like I was sitting there and I'm like, I just don't get why, like why Zack Snyder didn't use this. But there again, Zack Snyder's wasn't was still made sense the way it was. You know, a lot of the things with Cyborg like that should have been in there. Same thing with Flash. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of like how they took out because when when you look at it, like there were some scenes with Aquaman. You didn't really need those scenes. Um, like <laughs> the singing, the girl singing when yeah, statue, <laughs> that, that, that was really weird. The, the dick is so good. Yeah, <laughs> the dick is like, so good that the girls will sing when you leave. <laughs> that scene, yeah, that scene, that scene where um, so the scene where Bruce Wayne is talking to all those people mm-hmm. and Aquaman's sitting there and they're they're just fucking with him. I actually mm-hmm. like the way that Josh Whedon did that scene. More than I liked how Zack Snyder did it because, like, there was, like, a drawing on the wall of, like, Aquaman in in Josh's version where, like, there was a, a – where it showed, like, kind of, like, Aquaman and everything like that. And I thought that was pretty cool. And in Z- I, I felt like – and, again, that's that's where I say, like, some of this shit could have been cut out of Zack's um, where, like, I was just like, well, you know, I think they really went too long with it. So they could have probably taken some of that out or reshot it in a different way. And I think the way Josh did it was perfect. But there again, like, you know, I, I'm not the filmmaker. But there again, like, you know, it, it, I, I think you get, I think everybody's kind of getting a picture of, like, what I'm saying here. Like, I would have liked – what I would like to see this, – this is something – and I, I don't know if you would be interested in this. Mm-hmm. Going back to the original Justice League, putting things in to that Justice League, Zack Snyder, that you could easily input in. Like the flash scene, like I'll be honest with you, take out that whole Russian part. These, these people are running away and trapped and whatever. Take that out. That yeah. was that which, they, which they did, and that was all Joss. That's all the Joss. Right. Uh, that, that that part that part I was just like after seeing Zach's, I went, yeah, that. I mean, if this is a nuclear site that's been abandoned, it makes more sense to not have anybody yeah. there. So like that whole part, you can keep you can keep the whole black Superman part. You can keep the whole. Um, dark side thing i actually liked that part where they had dark side and they had um his uh his one disciple continue to cut like talk to uh steppenwolf and then dark side was talking to him like that gave context to the movie there was a lot of stuff in that thing that if you would have easily put it into the zacks the 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 josh whedon justice league if as people are saying it would have worked wonderfully yeah, because because in Joss Whedon's is like uh, like I'm a bad guy and I'm just here to fresh you know like they made Steppenwolf like he had no fucking motivation he's like I'm here because I want the mother boxes and, that's, and like no fucking like you know why he needed the mother boxes he's, like it was so fucking generic bad guy yes. like I'm here because yeah. I need those things and I'm gonna kill everybody until I get them and then once once I get the boxes I'm gonna kill everybody anyway 
Like yeah. you, you could you could take everything that was in you could take a lot of stuff that were in that was in the Zack Snyder cut, put it mm-hmm. into the original Justice League, and it would be a hundred times better. And mm-hmm. that just that's just that makes me sit there and go, what the hell was this guy thinking when he did it? You know what I mean? Like it just doesn't make sense. I love how Flash was was uh, one of the main reasons was one of the one of the center points I should say. Um, I love how they explained Cyborg a lot better. Yeah, well, that's the whole thing. Okay, so like, uh, okay, so one definitely the Snyder cut fucking gives us a hell of a lot more Cyborg. Yeah. Which you know kind of it ties into the story of like how Ray Fisher, the guy who played Cyborg, said that fucking Joss would have like totally treated him like shit, totally dismissed him, totally. And and to be honest with you, when I heard that at first, I was sort of like, oh, you know, uh, Ray Fisher comes from Broadway, he's fucking prima donna. And and I mind you, I love the character Cyborg, but I was like, oh, maybe Ray Fisher has a fucking chip on his shoulder, pain, you know, he's a pain in the ass or whatever. And then, you know, when you see how much Zack Snyder fucking had, you know, they it's a complete story of the cyborg of all the things that are going on with cyborg, you know, and 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 the Justice League and the and the Justice League, you know, the Justice League one, it's like he's a fucking he's like the bullshit fucking side character that like you know the fucking you know you're like a step above fucking background actor, you know, he's there to be there, and you know and and you know and especially where you know the Zack Snyder you know had the world had had. Zack's original movie gone out without Joss Whedon touching it, and you know, originally, or or a, a two-hour version. He let's just say Zack Snyder cut it down to a two-hour version. Because remember, this was supposed to be two movies. It was supposed to be two movies where you know, once Steppenwolf, like Steppenwolf dies in the first one, then then you know they hint towards uh, 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 Dark Side, and then Dark Side comes in the next movie. You know, it was supposed to be a two-parter anyway. That's why it's like four hours. Um, but you know, for, for the whole thing with uh cyborg was sort of totally cut out the the you know the and like you like you just mentioned a second ago the the flash front the you know in the joss whedon verse the flash is a fucking joke you know and he's talking about brunch and you know uh he falls on top of fucking wonder woman and his head is between her tits and shit like that like the flash was a fucking joke and okay in the Zack Snyder version, yes, he's immature and, and stuff like that, and, and he's trying, but he's also, he's the guy that fucking saves the day, spoiler alert. You know, he's the guy that, you know, when all is said and done, you know, if it wasn't for the Flash, none of this fucking, <laughs> you know, the whole fucking, you know, Dark Side would have prevailed and, and lost everything. You know, you take the goofy fucking character, who is, okay, you know, like I'm saying, awkward and, and new to this and all that stuff, you know, where in the Joss Whedon version, Batman's like, save one person, uh, you know, and that's supposed to be like his big inspiration fucking thing. When then you put him in the Snyder cut, and the Snyder cut is like he's a guy, and he, he runs so fast that he actually has time go backward, and actually ends up saving the day, undoing fucking explosion and shit like that. You know, it's sort of like it shows that in the right hand, you know, and the Justice League flashes a fucking joke, and the Snyder cut, the fucking, he's the fucking hero of the movie. I mean, you know, yeah. obviously Superman is this. I mean, Superman, you know, gets the spotlight, but you know, super, you know, without the Flash, Superman's fucking evaporated. So uh, it, sh- it just shows you how, like, you know, two different directors can take, and uh, and like I said, the Jost, this, you know, ruins both Cyborg and Flash, which. You know, in the bigger picture, these movies, this was all supposed to pan out to then the spy cyborg gets a movie, Flash gets a movie, mm-hmm. everybody gets a fucking movie. Like Oprah went for you well, get a car, you get a car. I mean, I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, it did. It still got a movie. There's going to be a second one. We've already had two Wonder Woman movies. Um, and then obviously yeah. there's um, there's going to be a Flash movie. There's not going to be a cyborg one now because they got rid of him. Well, and it's because he was because so, Ray Fisher was so soured on working with fucking the Joss Whedon, he he doesn't want to come back. Right. But I, look, I mean, we say that now. I, I fucking I bet 
you heard it here first or whatever. I think we're going to have a cyborg movie because oh, yeah. now the yeah. the new hashtag because see this whole movie comes on the premise of it was such a social media movement, a, a, such a, a, a that Warner Brothers couldn't, could not ignore the fact that all these people wanted to release this. Well, now the new thing is restore the Snyderverse. You know, a lot of people and, and the hashtag, and I've seen I've seen people were like I've seen posts where people were like, okay, at this specific time on this specific day, everyone at this specific time tweet restore the Snyderverse. Like it turns on Twitter and shit like that. So or restore the Snyderverse. So I think you know, <laughs> since they kind of they kind of bent to restoring the snack the Zack Snyder's cut that I think you know people keep pushing for Restore the Snyderverse will get a proper cyborg movie you know the Flash movie was already kind of in effect I mean mean, having Michael Keaton and shit he's I mean what was it I think last week when this came out or was it a week whatever whenever it came out um, Uh he had he had stated that you know Warner after Warner Media did their investigation they really didn't do anything for him yeah so I I don't think that's what's going to happen but but you, I mean, look, I mean, I know he's respectable Broadway actor. You know, you, <laughs> you fucking you show a fat, give him a fat paycheck, and I will have a side for me. I mean, I mean, I, 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 is it wishful thinking? Know, yeah, but. I, I think he's, I think he's kind of burned his bridges. I, again, I don't mm-hmm. know what happened, so I can't sit here and say, okay, well, he's he's going way too hard on this. I don't know that for sure. I, I don't know if if he is. I don't know if if it's. You know, I, I don't know what it is. I'll be honest with and you. And especially, especially since the Snyder Cut did him justice. Uh, uh, pun not intended. I mean, especially since the Snyder Cut gave us a, a sympathetic character with Cyborg, it sets up his whole universe. I mean, it, you know, it's him up to have his own movie and stuff. He'd be leaving money on the table if he fucking decides not it. You know, and maybe he's, I mean, maybe he's sensitive. Look at, you know, they if they changed actors for like, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, they got a, the new actor to play the Hulk. You know, they got a new actor to play War Machine. You know, so you know, if he doesn't fucking want it, you know, <laughs> I'm pretty sure, you know, they could take the guy. They have the guy who played War Machine in, in the first Avengers. <laughs> the guy from uh, uh, Hustle and Flow. <laughs> Let him be the new cyborg. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm making a joke there, but I'm just saying is that, uh, okay, there is one scene, you know, I, I, the Justice. There's one scene in the Justice, which is a Joss. It was a funny scene. Which I wasn't in the Zack Snyder version, and once again, I think the Zack Snyder they purposefully did not use anything that Jocelyn shot. But the scene where Aquaman accidentally sits on Wonder Woman's lasso of truth, and he starts saying like, "I'm fucking scared. You know, <laughs> we're about to fight this guy. We have no idea what the fuck we're doing." <laughs> and like, like that, the lasso of truth, like he reveals how fucking scared that he is. You know, when he's through the whole movie, he's always this big tough cool guy and shit like that. But you know, the lasso of truth makes him say like, "Well, shit, I'm fucking." You know? <laughs> We're gonna get our asses handed to us. Um, I thought that I loved that particular scene. That was the one, like I think, redeeming quality of the Justice. So uh, yeah, I but mean, of course they didn't use it as Justice. I'll be, I, I, I would have liked to have that scene or, or Zack Snyder do a version of that. Yeah, that, I thought that was pretty fucking funny. I mean, that's that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, there, there's some things in the Josh Whedon movie that are like, okay, this makes sense. But then there's there's other things, like for example, um, when they go into the Batcave. They make the Batcave mm-hmm. to be out to be like this huge thing, when in reality, the the Batcave is separate from this hangar that Bruce Wayne has for his big toy there. So it's like, okay, why did you do that? Why did you combine the two? That doesn't make any sense. So I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, I mean, I now that you say it, yeah, I know, now I noticed, but yeah, that yeah. supposed to be, you know, uh, you know, it was different. I mean, I liked it. 
I watched, it took me three chunks to watch the whole thing. Like, I didn't sit for four hours. That being said, it's not like I didn't want to watch anymore. It's like, just came up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I was watching it. I'm like, oh, I got to, you know, you know, my daughter was like on like her lunch break. So I needed to make her something to eat. So, you know, school, you know, like, oh, I got to make her something. And then I watched a little bit more. And then like, I kind of got distracted. So like, and then, and, and and it got to the point where, like, I was enjoying it so much, I was distracted. Where I'm like, you know what? Let me not be distracted. Let me stop the movie now, and I'll watch it when I'm done doing what I have to do. You know, take care of, take care of. Right. So, um, I mean, it was four hours, but it didn't feel like four hours, in my opinion. And once again, I, I took, you know, I watched it in three chunks. Um, you know, and and they did have like all the act breaks if you want to call them that every time it went to like a chapter were all logistical parts you could have you had if you're kind of person who you could have stopped the movie at that particular um and 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 i like i just watched i just stopped it because the shit came of real life happened to fucking turn off the movie um and uh you know uh, you know i enjoyed it i you know i think it's a great flick you know and, and I, I, so I kind of posted on facebook you know i i very much like the ultimate cut of batman v Superman. it was sort of like the same deal with Zack snyder like he put out one version and people hated people did not like batman v superman in the theaters and then he put out the ultimate cut which sort of like answered a lot of questions of yeah <laughs> and the, that's the, what, the that's, ultimate cut was a lot better i will say that i've seen i've seen that version and and if we lived in a world where he made the movie without any interruptions that's what they, they probably would have released one version in theaters well you know, you know that he, for a second bite at the apple and then release the second then release the this ultimate Zack snyder cut or whatever you want to call it on fucking blu-ray afterwards well, you, you know, so all the you know super that fans. He, he left out um, there was a green lantern scene and he left that out actually mm-hmm. well i think the and i spoilers i mean um the the martian manhunter scene could have been anybody like at the end when you when you're watching it like you could have edited that scene and made it the green lantern <laughs> you know I, I in my opinion i like you know i mean someone had mentioned it and i'm like yeah you're right if you watch if you if you really really, really watch that scene you, you know cuz you have ben affleck in one picture and then some person that he's talking to floating <laughs> that could have been green lantern you know and that could have been the, the what most people would have preferred to you know the john stewart green lantern and not uh, hal jordan yeah uh but yeah, and you know, and it gives us, and of course, you know, when these movies were, had we lived in a world where Zack Snyder finished the movie, you know, Warner Brothers were planning to do a, a Green Lantern core movie, where it was supposed to be supposed to have like all the Green Lanterns, supposed to be like Hal Jordan and and uh, John Stewart, and I don't think I have like uh, was it Kyle Rayner, whatever. Yeah. You know, they would have had, you know, it would have been, it would have been a a, a Green Lantern core movie. Corp, C-O-R-P, Corpse, Corps, Core Movie, where, you know, it would have addressed all the Green Lanterns. I enjoyed it. All right, so, all right, anything else before we move on? No, I, I, think, I, okay. I think I said everything. I just, you know, I would have... I, I enjoyed it. I, I, I don't for a four-hour movie, it was pretty good. I, I don't know, I don't know if they'll... I, if they do restore it, it'll be something probably for HBO Max, honestly. Mm-hmm. So and now and now there is the big push for restore the Snyderverse. You know, let's see where we go with that. Once again, I think we'll, we'll have uh, we'll have a cyborg movie. You know, I mean, you can quote me on that. Um, Flash. You know, they're still they're still working on the you know the Flash movie that will have Michael Keaton his version. And and okay, here's one last thing. And it's sort of once a spoiler if you want. Uh, the the end of Justice League ends in this what they call the nightmare timeline. Where it's in the future, and it's like it's like Batman and Deathstroke and the Joker and Mira and a couple other characters and, and like Flash, and it's it's a it's a nightmare scenario where Superman turns evil, 
you know, where he's like, you hold like, you know, you know, I don't know if I saw it in a screenshot or it was an actual movie where like, you know, he's like, he's holding like the burn charred remains of Lois Lane and shit <laughs> with like dark side standing over his shoulder. That, and shit. So, yeah, like, that was in, um, I'm trying to remember it. Where was that in the movie? He was in the Zack Snyder cut, but I can't remember where it was exactly. Um, but there was a part where, you know, that's where he was screaming like, no, like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's part of that's part of the nightmare timeline where where Superman like Lois Lane dies and, you know, Superman is like holding her like dead body or whatever. But I think like, you know, Darkseid like convinces him that it was one of the Justice Seekers, somebody, you know, like, no, it's he, not. So or, so what happens is he uses if you remember from the Snyder cut, he uses um the um what the hell is it called the life the equation. equation yes life equation yeah he uses the equation basically he can't use the equation unless like superman's like out of it and mm-hmm. what better way to get him out of it than kill his girlfriend so oh, okay so that's that's why that's why it um it made sense but uh-huh. um i don't know about you you know now that i think about it the one thing i didn't the, the another thing i didn't like about Zack snyder's Justice League was this whole setup of Lois being pregnant, but if there was another Justice League, it would have been Bruce's kid. And I'm just sitting there going, um, no, (laughs) I, I, I didn't, I didn't like that. I don't know about you, but I was just like, that didn't. Yeah, I'm not. I wasn't a big. I mean, yeah, you know, I, I was, I was kind of like, I don't, I don't get why. Like you could, like, let's be honest, you could easily insert superman's kid in there that that's that's not let's not like think that this would be the final thing but it just it, zach likes to put zach likes to make shit fucking darker than it fucking needs to be in my yeah i mean that, that yeah. that's what i was saying i mean it it, it definitely feels it, it feels way darker than it needs to be you know what i mean like yeah. so like that's why i want that's why i, I kind of wanted to have i guess that's that's kind of the reason why i kind of wanted to have both because I'd like to see like how they would if you were to take some of the scenes that Josh did, mold it with the Zack Snyder cut, do about a, a a theatrical cut that would probably be about, in my view, probably about a three to three and a half hour version. Like mm-hmm. it would be great, It'd be wonderful. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it just seemed like I don't know. Like like the, the the other thing that killed me was like oh well, Cyborg's father had to die so that that they could track the cube. Where, but in the in the Josh version, he's searching the globe using satellite and finds this finds it because it's putting out so much energy. And I'm like, that makes more sense than having his father die so they can track the cube. Like I, I was just like, eh. I'm like that. I Once think again, that, that was an Zack Snyder and is being overly dramatic. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you know what? Honestly, like if I remember correctly, in the comic, his father doesn't die. Like original doesn't die at least right away. Like yeah, and I thought that was Cyborg like, spends like the rest of his life trying to like prove himself. Right, right, and I and I think that would have been a better idea than what 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 uh, what Zach was going for. But mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. You know, so yeah. And now that being said, and, and this is it's funny. I said we'll move on, but okay. So the movie was also shot in four three, which is people feel was because the movie was going to be an IMAX. Yes. But but you know what's not to say that once theaters start opening that they won't. No, be... he is he is actually doing. There's there's actually an article some articles out there where he's going to be doing screenings. Some are going to be in color. Some are going to be in that famous black and white. Oh, that's yeah, chrome whatever. And they're all yeah. going to be like um, they're all going to be uh, charity screens apparently. So. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm just saying is, you know, even if you did it for like a weekend or something, or you do it like, what do they call those, um, uh, the events where they have it at movies? Yeah, I think they were talking about doing that possibly as well. Yeah, Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure you have a nice little fucking payday. Whatever you want to do if you want to give it to charity, but I'm just saying is, if you say Snyder Cut in theaters... Uh, you know, an IMAX this particular weekend, people will show the fuck up. Or, or, or you, you put on a Tuesday so it doesn't interrupt whatever's in the box office that week. People will show up on a fucking Tuesday to watch a four-hour oh, yeah. movie mm-hmm. <laughs> in IMAX. Well, they, and they, they said that the four-hour movie will be there'll, – there'll be an intermission in the middle. So it's not like you can't just take a break. So that's yeah. that's a good part about it as well. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be very – it'll be interesting to see, honestly, if, if anything gets restored. And as we move forward, I mean, like we've already mentioned the Flash, Flash movie. Um, you know, uh, we know somewhere down the line we're gonna get an Aquaman. You know, I mean, I know they say restore the Snyderverse and everything like that, and, and that's all fine and good. But it's not like it's not like the Snyderverse really went away. I mean, we have the new Suicide Squad movie that that the trailer had come out. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, but there's also like the Black Adam movie. You know, you know, you don't have Black Adam without you know. We we had the Shazam movie, which does, doesn't necessarily give us Black Adam. Doesn't necessarily come. I mean, it comes from Shazam. It is just a Shazam, a Shazam movie. But I mean, even with Shazam, with that little fake out bullshit uh, excuse to have the Batman, the Superman cameo at the end. Yeah. You know, where they kind of you know. So these movies are still kind of connected. Maybe not in a way that we want to be connected, but you know, and and maybe like when they say restore the Snyder versus like bring back Batman, bring. But it's not like they're slowing down with making movies that are somewhat connected to the universe. We have this. We have uh, the Suicide Squad movie. Uh, James Gunn, I think, you know, they're they're doing a show with John Cena with the character that he's playing mm-hmm. in the Suicide Squad. That's going to be like a show on HBO Max. And and you know the big the one of the big uh, announcements past week was you know uh, Black Adam. They've announced the the, the release date, which is uh, June. Excuse me, July twenty ninth, twenty twenty two. So. You know, it's sort of, uh, you know, these movies are all kind of related. So, you know, I mean, I know, I understand people want to say restore the Snyderverse. I mean, they really mean bring back Superman, Batman. Um, you know, I think so. let's see where this goes. And the Flash movie is going to be obviously the Flash movie is going to get heat because it has Michael Keaton like that. So, right. um, let's move forward and then, uh, you know, whatever they do with Wonder Woman and shit. Okay. Um, speaking of the Suicide Squad trailer, Suicide, the Suicide Squad as a post-side squad from a couple of years ago. Um, still has Harley Quinn in it. Uh, mm-hmm. Still has uh, Rick Flagg. Still has... Uh, who else? <laughs> I think it was Rick Flagg. And, and, um, and Amanda Wall and Amanda Waller. So, so, I mean, like, you know, three of the main players are, are in this one. Um, they're bringing in a bunch of people. Uh, you know, the poster goes, don't get attached. I mean, I think they brought in all these characters because they're going to they're going to kill everybody. Everybody, everybody but Margot Robbie, uh, <laughs> you know, well, John, Cena's Alba, John Cena and like everyone else is going to fucking die in that movie. That's why it's called the suicide. Um you know, well, they maybe say, not get attached. Maybe not that. Shark oh, King. Yeah. King Shark. And so they have. um so they did the motion capture with Stephen Agee. He's the guy in the commercials, like, oh my god, we got a fucking kaiju. The, the guy with the, the glasses and beard. But they got the voice to be uh, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone is the voice of King Shark. So that's kind of funny. And they're doing like a stupid King Shark, which I saw in the comics. The King Shark was maybe not the sharpest one, but he was like vicious and mean. And they're kind of doing like the dim-witted sort of like, you know, like he's he could be mean when he wants to be. But he's not that bright. And I guess, right. which I, <laughs> goes right up there with Sylvester Stallone. But I mean, like, you know, I, I like my King Shark to be more like, you know, <laughs> I'm going to kill everything that moves. Um, and then, uh, the, then mentioning the kaiju from, uh, from Suicide Squad, they were actually bringing the Starro character, which was like an, 
early Superman, like from the comics and Superman and shit like that, which is just so funny that, you know, this, this character, and it's so stupid, it's just a big giant fucking alien star, but he's making it the kaiju in the movie. But it's funny because like, I was watching the trailer and it's sort of like, okay, you got John Cena, because, you know, it's James Gunn, the guy who did Gardens of the Galaxy. So you got John Cena, who's a former wrestler. Well, he also had Bautista in Gardens of the Galaxy. Um, uh, what was the character? Rat Trap or Rat Catcher 2? Mm-hmm. Which was like this like weird fuzzy CGI character, which reminds me of Rocket Raccoon. Um, you know, the big uh, kaiju star reminds me of like the monster they're fighting in the beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy Part Two, the the weird alien that Batista like goes in and starts stabbing from the inside. So it just it feels weird that there's sort of like this uh you know James Gunn is is you know Michael Rooker you know the Michael Rooker's in Suicide Squad, but then Michael I think Michael Rooker's like in every James Gunn movie. But you know he plays you know Yondu in Guardians of the Galaxy, but now they have him as a character in this movie. So I mean it's it's very much a James Gunn movie, and uh, you know I you know it's you know it's people are gonna love it. like I, I have a feeling people are gonna like it. I think I'm gonna like it. I'm you know I'm a fanboy. They already they already sold my ticket, so um looking forward to that. Okay, um, I guess we could kind of just quick shoot this other stuff. Uh, earlier we'd mentioned Joss Whedon. Uh, you know, I guess I, I'm glad I wasn't, I never got into the show Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I had friends that fucking love that show. Um, but now finding out years later that Joss Whedon's a piece of shit, hey, <laughs> I'm glad I never got into it. Mm. Um, since the last episode that we recorded, uh, WandaVision came and went. I loved, I loved the show altogether. It kind of broke my heart that, like, all the fucking theories that we had each week of, like, oh, now it's a multiverse, and oh, now they're going to bring in the X-Men, and oh, this and this and that. Uh, unfortunately, all those fan theories were just thrown out the fucking window by, by Marvel. And not that, I mean, it doesn't make me mad. That's my fault for sort of getting way, way into it. <laughs> um, but uh, it's kind of funny. Now, now we're what, as we're recording this, we're, like, two episodes in the Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, which... Uh, you know, really fucking. I mean, I'm enjoying the first two episodes. Um, if you want to spoiler or whatever, you know, they've introduced uh, U.S. agent, just sort of like going to be it's sort of like the replacement for Captain America. Yeah. Where like you know, Falcon finally kind of like uh, Falcon sort of gives up the shield. He's you know, he feels that he's not up. You know, even though Steve Rogers says you're the, you know, I, I give you the shield, Falcon doesn't feel up to it. He gives he gives the shield that goes into the fucking Smithsonian, and then the U.S. government just grabs this other dude and says, okay, hey, fine, you're you're the new Captain America now. And and it's supposed to be, you know, it's highly decorated marine uh not marine actually uh guy and uh you know soldier a guy in the service and then uh but like he doesn't have he doesn't have super soldiers he's just a dude um but once again you know it's the shield belongs to the u.s government they can do whatever the fuck they want and especially since falcon kind of gave it up you know they um have this character um they have these characters the bad guys and this these guys the flag smashers uh you know they're against governments they don't want the government they don't want the world to have any boundaries no borders it's sort of it's uh, in my opinion it kind of reminds me of like that it kind of reminds me of like anonymous where they all they all raid a place and then like everybody gets a mask so when the cops show up they don't know the fuck you know the, you know there's more people with masks sort of convinced you know uh, the, the the people that are sort of like the acolytes of the flag smashers you know to help out the main guys you know they all wear masks and shit like so the cops don't know who to arrest and shit um uh they introduced uh, not introduced but uh they had the character which in, in the Marvel comics it was supposed to be it's basically like there was a Captain America before Captain America they were testing out the super soldier serum on a, on, a, on a black guy, and it's sort of like loosely based on like the t- experiments. And so like it's like you know he was he was he was Captain America before 
Captain America was Captain America and, and they sort of, and then they kind of disavowed him and all this shit. So he's kind of pissed off. But then again, he still has a super, like, you know, he's still, <laughs> he's still super strong and shit like that. Uh, so, you know, and, you know, like, and how the Falcon, like, you know, he disappeared in the blip. And then comes back, and then like he can't even get a fucking loan because like oh you don't you don't have any you haven't worked for the past five years. What the fuck I was part of the blip. I mean, <laughs> like you know the banks. But then again, I said if that shit was for real, banks would be legit be like that. Banks would be like uh you don't have any income, so we can't. I don't have any income because then fucking I was another plane of existence. You don't have an income, um, so fuck you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of uh, and it's like you know people nowadays like you know uh, you know if I. You know, you know, long story short, I was looking to see if I could take out some money so I could buy a new car. And, you know, and they're like, oh, we need you to, we need two copies of your paychecks. I'm like, well, I don't have paychecks, but I do have employment. Uh, that's, so that's my paycheck. I could bring you proof of that. And they, they said, no, I'm going to give you a fun loan. Yeah, they, we, you don't have, <laughs> that's not employment. Yeah, they, the short story, like, we're trying to get a car. And mm-hmm. because I'm not, because I'm on unemployment, not working, even though I'm furloughed, mm-hmm. like, they won't let you take a loan out. And I'm like, that's really stupid. How are people supposed to buy stuff if you do it that way? You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah so, I mean, I mean, I think this, I mean, the show, all these shows were like filmed over a year ago. It wasn't necessarily meant to like, be exactly like what that was going on today, but like fucking oddly enough, it fucking fits that, you know, yeah. that, you know, so if you're on unemployment, you're like, you're not a human. And then they had, okay. So in the second episode, uh, there's this line that a lot of people are swear Falcon and which of, uh, fighting. Oh, there's, these, there's the big three. What's the big three? Aliens, androids, and wizards. And so I'm like, I thought that was kind of cute, whatever. But one, one thing, like when they're trying to think of like people, super powered people, aliens, androids, wizards, the one thing they don't have mutants. Hmm. They, we don't have mutants in this universe yet. So I, I, I really hope they come back to that line some other time in the future. Aliens, androids, wizards, but that's just me being. Um, I'll forget. Okay, so then when, <laughs> so okay, so we have WandaVision, we have Falcon and Winter Soldier. After that is going to be Loki. Things are still up in the air. Obviously, we don't know what Loki's going to be about. But pretty much right around the time Loki finishes, around June, July, uh, then now then they're going to drop the Black Widow movie, which is supposed to come out last year. Um, but kept getting pushed back because of COVID and shit like that. The one thing I don't like is that they're fucking doing, they're doing that shit where you have to pay the $30 for it. Mm-hmm. Like what they did with Mulan, like they're doing right now with Raya, The Last Dragon. I hate them because I'm going to pay that $30. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm the asshole that's sort of going to ruin everybody. Cause You're not going to go to the movie the... theater and watch it? Oh, well, in July, do you think movie theaters will be open by July? Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, hmm. I, I really have to fill that one out. I have to fill that one out, but I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'll go see it in the theaters if the theaters are open. <laughs> but you know, they're charging thirty bucks. For, I mean, but but see, that's the thing. Like, it, it won't be, it won't be thirty bucks. You'll be paying what? You'll be paying like ten bucks instead of like thirty bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I, I get what you understand. <laughs> and that's that's kind of like like some theater chains when when, when it comes to Disney are kind of like, I mean, are you really gonna go pay t- thirty bucks? when you can pay 10 bucks to go into a theater. They're kind of banking on that, that, that people, most people aren't going to do that, but we'll see. So, yeah. And, and it shows you that like, in my mind, I didn't even think it was still be in July. I mean, I, for, for the industry, yes, I hope they're open. Uh, but it, in my mind, I wasn't thinking about that, yeah. but you know, so they got that. Um, okay. The last couple, um, on Amazon. And it's funny. Cause like, like, not that I'm like super duper anti Amazon, but you know, sort of like, 
you know, I was, I was having a conversation with someone because they were like, you know, there was a thing, or there was a movement online, so I caught Amazon Week or whatever, and it's like, I, I don't buy anything on. I haven't, I don't think, I, I, I kind of went through my history, and I, I swear to God, in the past like 10 years, I probably ordered maybe six things from Amazon, and usually it's because it was things that I could only get on Amazon. The person's like, you know, here's the Amazon link, whatever. Um, I get shit off of like eBay and uh, Walmart.com. I mean, not that Walmart has blood on hands also, and uh, like Wish.com. But you know, but there's people like their lives become like like Wally. <laughs> you know, there, there's the people who like they've become so dependent on Amazon, you know, and they're getting the Amazon batteries and they're getting Amazon, you know, what they call Amazon Essentials, like you know, you get your paper plates and you know, Amazon is, has become an industry in and of itself for you know, perfected getting shit to people's houses where they just cut out. They, they, they learned how people's spending habits and buying habits and then have cut out those companies and started making shit on their own and <laughs> saying, fuck you. And not to mention how these, the, the Amazon centers horribly treat their employees, you know, where people are pissing in bottles and shit. Like Amazon's got to find a way to, to monetize people pissing in bottles. <laughs> yeah. A free bottle of piss with the, <laughs> with the overnight Amazon Prime Amazon batteries. Um but that being said, um, <laughs> Amazon does send me screeners, uh, you know, because we get the we have the uh, the press pass through Comic Con. So um, they sent me the first three episodes of that show, Invincible. Mm-hmm. And actually, actually, they sent me the first four episodes because uh, I just got an email the other day. <laughs> but I mean, I got the first three was in one drop, and now the, in the next episode, um, I do have to say, even it's on Amazon, Amazon Prime, uh, the service, uh, Invincible, based on a comic or whatever really fucking holy shit um, i i don't know man like I, I saw that one scene and i mean it's already out on social media so it's not really a spoiler but mm-hmm. where that version of superman which it's not really superman it's somebody else but yeah like yeah, he, like he kills like all the all the heroes in one like thing and i'm just like i don't know about this dude well that's okay so i mean and it's not and this is not really spoiling anything it's sort of you know it's a kid who's sort of the son of superman okay and then like you know he hits his he hits his puberty and then like now he starts having superpowers so he's sort of like you know you know and he's doing what he can't his dad proud of him like that and then and what i never read the comic so i'm not familiar with it his father just totally and you know and it's supposed to be yes that's supposed to be superman i mean you know it's like legally not superman but big yes it's superman superman kills the whole justice league which kind of blends in with the end of the snyder cut <laughs> of the justice league where yeah you know, he kills everyone and it's so fucking brutal he starts you know he's fucking ripping people in half and fucking snapping necks and fucking hitting people in the fucking head with giant fucking hammers and shit like that um so uh and then and it's sort of like it's this whole like why would what would make superman flip out and it's the whole thing is that like it's like a murder mystery like why did superman kill the whole justice league and like people are sort of starting to because it like he doesn't make it known that it's him he kills him and it kind of goes back to superman and and so like there's i think that's the whole mystery of like maybe it wasn't him maybe it was someone pretending to be him maybe, you know maybe it was mind control maybe it was you know it's so it's sort of i think that's the mystery and and okay and i guess i'm not really gonna say the spoiler the funny thing is the first episode there's not a drop of fucking blood in the first episode the first episode is like this weirdly innocent fucking it's like it's like nothing ha- it's not nothing happens I mean, a lot of stuff happens but it seems like it seems like on the level and then episode two is fucking ridiculously bloody and shit like that. And then it continues to be fucking bloody and crazy and ridiculous. So, I mean, I hope that didn't spoil it for anybody, but, um, I say, give it a shot, even though, even though it's under fucking evil Jeff Bezos <laughs> and one day we'll all be, you know, worshiping him as, as a God and as he steps on fucking humanity's neck. Um, 
but uh, Invincible is a really good show. <laughs> and speaking of things that are on Amazon, uh, coming to America. Did you did you see that? The, uh, no, I don't. I don't, Part I don't two use, coming to. I don't use, oh, don't use uh, Amazon, so I, I I haven't seen it unfortunately. Well, I I watched it off a legal site, you know, because the, so the Invincible stuff. I, of course, you did. <laughs> Invincible I got because I got we have press pass, so we're on mailing list, so I get the screener for. And it's not as, I say screener, it's basically they give you a link to a website, and like, and unfortunately I can't share with anybody because like my email address is across the fucking screen. Um. Uh, but yeah, coming to America, I'm not going to lie. I watched it <laughs> on a bootleg site, so I don't have to give Amazon any of my money. Um, I dug it. There's a lot of pe- fucking people hated it. And it was like, you know, I don't think it would have done well in theaters, but, um, you know, for, if you're already paying for Amazon prime, it was very cute. It kind of brought back so many characters in the first movie. Uh, it was very charming. It was very fun. Uh, you know, and it's all about, you know, Prince sort of like, he finds out he has an illegitimate son, you know, that he, that he had, you know, he fucked a girl before he met the woman that would be eventually be his wife and got that girl pregnant. And, you know, when, then when he finally did get married, he had like three daughters. So, you know, and he kind of wants a, a male heir and like, even like his father, like the father tells him only a male can inherit throne or whatever. So, um, you know, he kind of like brings and the, the guy who acted as the son. I mean, I, you know, they could have gotten anybody to play that character. That guy had no fucking personality whatsoever. Um, you know, they I, I wish, you know, because I, I remember years ago hearing that um that what's his name? Hart, uh, Kevin Hart. I heard Kevin Hart was supposed to be in the Coming to America movie. And like, I mean, of course, you know, it would have been weird to have Kevin Hart play Eddie Murphy's son. But maybe, you know, you could have you could have made that movie a little different where, you know, it's not like a young son. But, you know, and have like had you had Kevin Hart play that character or something, it would have been I think it would have made a movie a lot better. Then all, then again, I don't think Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart's ego right now, he would not play Eddie Murphy's son in the movie. I don't think he would. You know, it would be like an insult or whatever. You know, especially that, you know, like, you know, Kevin Hart talks shit about Eddie Murphy, like when it comes to like doing comedy and stuff like that. And, like Eddie Murphy sort of like, yeah, wait till I come out, you know, and Eddie Murphy was supposed to come out last year in COVID, like before COVID hit 2020. You're supposed to see Eddie Murphy was supposed to do a bunch of, you know, uh, to- he was supposed to tour and it was supposed to be his, his big comeback. And um, I mean, it would have been a different movie if, if, if uh, Kevin Hart played his son. Uh, the, the character that the guy is totally forgettable. I couldn't couldn't tell you if he put a gun to me. Um, but the movie in and of itself, because it brought back pretty much all the characters in the first movie, and it was fun and it was cute. And you know, then you know, then there's the whole girl power thing of like his daughters have every right to be the heirs to the throne, even though they're not men. And so uh, that was kind of cool like that. So you know, if you haven't watched it, give it a shot. I mean, no, I don't have Amazon. I, had, I don't have Amazon to go right ahead stream it off in the league. <laughs> and um, I think that's it. Anything you want to add before we wrap this up? No, that's that's it. All right, so let's wrap it up. That's it. <laughs> Please visit twostrangeswonepodcast.net and .com. You can find all links to things show-related. You can find a link to our iTunes page, uh, iPhone, iPad, iPod. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, wait a minute. Uh, did I say? What did I say? You no, 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 no. no. I, I wanna, I'm going to interrupt you with some uh, some breaking news. Adult Swim's doing their April Fool's joke, and they, they dropped it as Adult Swim Jr. Oh, shit. Well, this <laughs> is just... hilarious. And because we are recording, like it's literally midnight. Now, so, yeah, so, so it like just April it just came right across. Now. It's hilarious. There's a there's a stream, but I'm gonna have to look at it and see what it's doing. <laughs> so that's hilarious. That is fucking hilarious. Look, we the world we fucking live in. I can't. Uh, 
I'm not ready for any fucking surprises right about. Oh well, I didn't. To be honest, I haven't even seen it yet. But I believe they they also dropped the, the trailer for Rick, Rick and Morty scene five. Oh, they did. They did. Which, yeah. yeah, which I haven't. Funny thing, I haven't even seen it yet. I've seen screenshots, but I haven't even watched it. But it's sort it, of like it it's not like good. I'm not gonna watch it. It looks good. But yeah. I'll be. I'll watch. I'll watch Rick and Morty all day long. So continue what you're. What you want to think? Sorry. Yeah. You know, all I saw the one thing I did see that looked kind of cool is that there's like a they're doing like a Voltron parody. Like they're doing who are all the Rick and Summer and me and the parents and the daughter going into uh, and like and when I say Voltron because they all their heads do have like the like tigers on the top of their heads. So that once again it's Rick and Morty. It's not like I'm, um yeah. so okay please visit two strings one podcast.com and net. You find links to everything. If you have an iPhone, iPad, or iPod, you can find links to our iTunes page. Uh, subscribe to us there for your iTunes. Uh, if you don't have an iPhone, iPad, or iPod, you have an uh, Android device, you can find us on Stitcher app. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R, the Stitcher app for Android devices. And I say that, I, I've been saying that for years, it's actually for all devices. Um, I say Android because as opposed to you don't have iTunes. Uh, you can find everything on Stitcher app. You find uh, Smodcast and all these other ones. And of course, Paul's other big, the Toonami Flip podcast, are all available on Stitcher app. And if you want to just cut right, cut out the middleman and go right to source, you'll find us on SoundCloud. Just go on SoundCloud, search for Two Strangers, Two Strangers, One Podcast. We find uh, I make every episode downloadable. You can load us straight from um, SoundCloud. I don't know if you can subscribe to it, <laughs> but uh, if you want to subscribe to us, it's on Stitcher and on iTunes. But if you want to find each individual episode, you can download them directly from SoundCloud. Uh, we've been doing this. We've been on soundcloud for over four years because our last our one of our first episodes on soundcloud was right before trump got elected so we've been doing we've been on soundcloud for about four years if you want anything before that you can go to youtube just go on youtube and search for two strangers on podcast and you'll find all the five years of stuff before that before we left uh, the other the other site podomatic was garbage and then topped over to soundcloud and soundcloud has been has been good to us um uh, we want your money. We need your money. And I still haven't set up a Patreon or like that. Or and only, <laughs> but until then, uh, you can uh, like and subscribe us on Facebook. Just go on Facebook and like and subscribe. Two strangers one podcast. Like our page. Share our page. Like this episode. Share this episode. You know, it takes two seconds to do it. And once again, we want your money. But if you can't give us a dime, at least you can uh, support the show by uh, sharing it and liking our page. Um, if you want to write to us, you can write to podcast at gmail.com. That's just one podcast all spelled out. Email. And I should, as I'm, as I'm recording this, I'm going to go see, we have any new emails from super fan Oscar face of the earth. Maybe he got COVID and died. I don't know. Um, those aren't as, as good and developed in Peru. Um, let me see what else. Um, you can find links to uh, my book, uh, double jackpot, which you hear, you'll hear a commercial later. You can find, Oh shit! We do have an Oscar letter. Holy oh, shit! Oh shit! Okay. Okay. Hey, okay. And this was from. Oh, this is in the middle of March. Okay, I'm still around. I haven't had much to write about since the shows are so sporadic now. You would think COVID that there'd be daily shows. However, true, true Chris fashion, you're lazier than ever, dude. Is there any quality control? You're dying slowly. I'm sure COVID has over 400 pounds now as your lungs struggle to keep you going. Uh, the sound of your sleep apnea, uh, breath drown them out. Oh, shit. So is that okay. And I swear to God, I done uh, episode 3, 16, 17. The sound is deafening for the hell of it. Uh, go to the mark. Paul, talk. Because your sleep apnea, breath drowns them out. Uh, there's also horrible static. Dude, get your shit together. Uh, you're just home eating yourself to a slow death. At least you do is not mouth breathing. 
And make sure, I swear to God, he said this shit before I had a chance to fucking figure uh, Paul, congrats on pregnancy. Good to know you gotten at least gotten laid at least twice in your life. Maybe you should make a Brady show, have her three kids, and you're soon to. Uh, that would be sweet. Chris can be the obese uncle living in the basement. <laughs> Luckily, Chris had little no chance of procreating again. Uh, to hear you talk about dating sites and me laugh. Do you think any female would look at the profile and say, yeah, that I want that inside me? <laughs> anyway, thank you for feeling so much better about myself. Holy shit, he's still alive. Uh, so that was good to hear from. Uh, so he's still around. Uh, oh and it's, I swear what do we to God, need to do with this dude? Yeah. Um, so you can write to us and write us out of the letters just like that. <laughs> Two strings of a podcast at gmail.com. Uh, oh, it makes things a little around. Um, okay. Uh, see, what else is there? I can't think of anything else. Um, I, I acquiesced for to you, sir. You're so, you're so in, you can't even think about what to say. Um, let's see. So you can find me on Twitter at Skrillo. You can email me, paulbiscrillo at tunamifaithful.com. And, uh, you, if you're on the Toonami Faithful Discord, you can uh, add Paul Pascrell and me there. And uh, we've started to put some of the Toonami Faithful podcast interviews up on our YouTube. So please check that out if you guys would as well. So, yeah. All right. Um, the, I was so happy to get Oscar later. I don't know if I had anything else to talk about. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, we're on we're on Twitter at Stranger Podcast. Uh, you could listen to Odyssey, my audiobook, on uh, Tale from the Road, Odyssey, A Tale from the Road, and all the old episodes on YouTube. You can find listen to my music uh, that I made under the name XLNYC, and also listen all under uh, Two Strangers, One Podcast. Uh, research that on. All right. Uh, we certainly hope you guys enjoyed listening. as much fun recording as we did. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers, One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. Don't be a stranger. Peace. We're you should be fapping. Right, here we go, man. Go ahead. You want to read Double it? Jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne? Smells good to me. But- <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. That broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee. But it is spelled C-O-L-O-N. And punny. But... Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with a materialistic Lynette. Oh, fucking. Are you sure I didn't write this? Uh, Sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively... So, sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Well, I, I gotta meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in Lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her. Fuck it. She's impressed. I am. Summer, she got some summer reading. Uh, Christopher Cologne. Smells real lovely with an original idea. This is. I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like... Hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. This is way more original than Clerks.
This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think of this? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2. Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show. I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Hook a motherfucker up! Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be honest with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. (laughs) Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, and if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. That's lulu.com. I understand that. I just want to spell it out. (laughs) (laughs) Normally one says it, that spells it. Still, lulu.com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15, and a PDF file is only 5 bucks. Five dollars yeah. is insanely inexpensive. Fifteen's not even that bad for a hard, for a paperback version. No. This is a million dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on! Come I, like I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm gonna make that smelly joke. I all. know, you're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information at Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker. I and will his totally book, read this. Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's, how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it. and You could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. Right no, now, sex sells. <laughs> Chris Cologne will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out.